Reporting from the Alaska Federation of Natives Convention in Fairbanks, I'm Zachariah Hughes. On the first official day of AFN, the Carlson Center was lit up by the keynote address. It started off with remarks from Athabascan elder Emil Noti, who observed how far the convention has come in its 50 years. The story of land claims is a story of sacrifice on the part of so many people who participated in early days. Noti's speech was a methodical history of the who's and the how's behind the Alaska Native Claims Settlement Act. That was hardly the style of the second speaker, brought on stage by AFN co-chair Anna Hoffman. The next person that is going to address you is identified in our agenda as an emerging Native leader. I would argue that she has fully emerged. 33-year-old Megan Alvana Stimfel grew up in Nome. After college and graduate school in Washington, D.C., she spent several years working as a legislative aide to Senator Lisa Murkowski. Alvana Stimfel's 40-minute speech ricocheted between policy, politics, and the personal. I'm a King Islander. The strength of my identity has survived colonization by the U.S. government. It has survived the forced relocation from our island. Alvana Stimfel's address acknowledged the legacy of gains made by organizations like AFN, while also making controversial calls for policies that would collapse divisions between corporate and community institutions. Those included a request for ANCSA corporations to reconsider not allotting shares to so-called afterborns, as well as ceding state and corporate powers to local governments. We must be able to question leadership without fear of losing our campsites of those managing our lands. We need to pay attention to how corporations organize their voting because those in power will change the rules to stay in power. A consistent theme throughout the speech was the need for Alaska Natives to become more directly involved in the state's social and political institutions, schools, village corporations, and especially state government. Alvana Stimfel drew wide applause with calls to indigenize institutions that have historically pushed a colonial agenda. One of the last recommendations offered was for a candidate training center at AFN each year to prepare Alaska Natives to run for state office. Because it's up to all of you to change our state. Summing up just after the keynotes, Lieutenant Governor Byron Malott said the speakers represented two of the year's main themes of reflect, refresh, and renew. Nodi reflected, and Alvana Stimple refreshed. Later in the day, artist Susie Silluk read a letter to the full conference on the negative effects Alaska Native carvers are beginning to see from state-level bans on ivory. It was the topic of an official field hearing held by Senator Dan Sullivan, who convened a panel of experts, including Dr. Rosita Worrell, for testimony on the legality and effects of such bans. Suppression of the ivory market will be devastating to Alaska Native hunters, craftspeople, and artisans. Regional leaders from the North Slope and Bering Strait regions say that the bans in California and New Jersey are leading to confusion and prompting a drop in sales, as well as unlawful confiscations of walrus ivory products. That, in turn, is expected to begin hurting rural Alaska's already weak cash economies. Sullivan took recommendations from those who spoke that he says he'll bring up with federal partners and conservation groups. Conference's main program wrapped up with a discussion of lands into trust by a panel of experts, 
and an open conversation about how tribes in Alaska should proceed with potential claims. Larry Roberts, an assistant secretary for the Bureau of Indian Affairs, says it's an exciting time for tribes in Alaska to have a landed trust option and be able to observe models that have worked in the lower 48. And so I would say the vast majority of the applications that we have approved during this administration have been more in those rural areas. In a panel filled with representatives from the federal and state governments, along with attorneys and activists, many noted that the most significant part of the discussion was that it was happening at all, and so diplomatically. Reporting from AFN, I'm Zachariah Hughes. The AFN Newscast is a production of Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation and Native Voice One. Funding provided by the Siri Foundation, Chalista Corporation, the Atwood Foundation, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, ConocoPhillips, Manilik Association, Rasmussen Foundation, and South Central Foundation. This is a production of KNBA, Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation, and Native Voice One.